Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another edition of Chords and Courts. It is your host, Sean Cavanaugh. We are bringing back the first, the original, the OG guest, good friend that we met in Vegas, but he is from Chicago through and through. It is Danny Burke. Danny, welcome back to the show. So happy to have you back on. Before we get started, just a quick question for you, because we already know what you were listening to back in the day, your pregame warm-up song. We, we established you were like me, white boys back in high school. We mm-hmm. listened to Eminem, the classics. But what was the last song that you listened to that kind of was the last mood boost for you? What was the last thing that was on your Spotify? Ooh, um, honestly, and I think you might remember this from when we were back in Vegas. First of all, thank you for having me back on. I, it's, it's an honor to be invited back on that. I didn't screw up too bad with the first inaugural episode. <laughs> but um, so I think I was like when uh, me, you and uh, our buddy Jacob Roach out in Vegas were always chilling. I was like trying to throw you guys on Mac Miller's new album. Uh, well, it was his posthumous album after he passed away and everything. I hope that's how you pronounce it. Otherwise, I'm an idiot. But uh, um, posthumously or yeah, Stugatz likes to say post mostly. There you go. But <laughs> so you at least didn't do it that bad. OK, fair enough. And he's so, a professional yeah. broadcaster. So <laughs> I don't have to say that too much in my business. But <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then it was circles. So I was always playing that for you guys. So long story short, I still jam that out. And I was playing it this morning. And obviously, you know, Blue World's a banger that gets you going once a beat drops. So that's a song that always gets me kind of pumped up and a good start to my day. And pretty much everything in that album just hits me in different vibes that could kind of really grab every mood in my opinion, which made him so diverse as an artist. And one of the more disappointing things or just sad parts about him passing away is knowing that he was right in the pinnacle of his musical profession. And I know they're still like releasing stuff like they put faces on like Spotify and everything. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. already been released, but they're still doing new music here and there. But yeah, it's just sad to know that he was reaching his potential and everything. And now I'm getting off on a kind of random, you know, topic here. But long story short, yes, Mac Miller is who I was jamming to this morning. No, I like the random tangent because I agree with you. It's sad that we do this a lot with especially music artists where you don't get a full appreciation until, you know, it's after they pass away. Like you see it all the time. Somebody, uh, you know, if they go too soon or whatever, their music starts like rising up the charts and they might even uh, hit a number one album for their first time in their career, like after they're gone. And it's just sad how we do those things, but we don't appreciate them until they're gone. Same thing with artists, you know, they say Van Gogh made like, the classic story. He barely made any money off his art. Mm-hmm. And now all this stuff is worth millions of dollars when he's long gone. And Max, like a perfect example of that. Like you said, the faces we release, I even forgot about that album. Then listening to it again, I was like, dang, this dude was, he was different. He was ahead of his time. And right. it'd be, imagine the collaborations you could have with, you know, kind of what like young thug and some of these other people are doing now where the branching off like Travis Scott, where they're doing their own different things where Mac would have fit perfectly and still been in his own lane, creating his own stuff. So yeah, I agree. It's just a sad, sad story, especially with our generation. He had such a big impact on like basically our high school days. Mm -hmm. All right. So from something a little bit sad, something a little bit more happier (laughs) today, we're going to do a countdown of NHL goal songs. So I don't know if you've ever been to a hockey game, but after every goal, they do the, you know, the big loud boat horn, And if you're a big hockey nerd, there's apparently like a niche group of people who really pick apart the actual gold sounds. 
Now I'm going to deprive you of just hearing the loud blaring noises in your headphones and try to cut those out. If you hear some, I apologize in advance, but we're going to focus because this is a music and sports podcast on the goal songs that they play after the horn. So the horn sounds and every hockey team has one goal song that they pick for the season. Sometimes it's one that's wrapped in tradition that they played forever. Sometimes it's a new one they throw out there to try to get the crowd going. There's usually a chant involved. So we're just going to run through all 32 I have a list. I rank them in order and then we'll get Danny's thoughts as we go through the list. Just bang, bang, kind of give you a little bit of the backstory of the songs and see what you think from 32 to 30 to one. Who are the best goal songs in the NHL? Danny, you ready? I'm ready. I got to get my list out so I can rank them too while we're going. (laughs) I'm getting prepared. All right, let's do it. All right. I have a feeling I already know what your number one is going to (laughs) be. I'll try to take I'll try to take the bias out of it for you. Well, we might have the same number one, so you don't have to That's take fair. any bias out. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with 32. This was my last one ranking. It is the Detroit Red Wings, a historic franchise. We'll play the sound here for you. Hopefully, you can hear it. Full disclosure, this might be the episode where I get sued. I'm not making any money off of this, so I'm just going to go for it. Production value. <laughs> this all could go terribly wrong. I have a million tabs open right now. We're doing this on Zoom. but yeah, I was at the beginning, and I might be at the end, too. I'll take it. <laughs> Here we go. The Detroit Red Wings goal song is it's called Get Up by the Bingo Players and Far East Movement. So it's like, you know, pretty upbeat, but this doesn't sound like a hockey song at all, right? It's just like you're at a club. It's like yeah. bottle service is coming out. Exactly. All the, the cocktail waitresses are throwing the sparklers. They're all coming. It's also by Far East Movement. If you remember Fly Like a G6, the classic from oh, yeah. high school. So, yeah, this one just lasts for me, like no energy. Just seems like you said, basic, really boring. Expect more from the Red Wings. Right. Yeah. From a historic franchise, you'd expect more. Like if you're in the crowd for this, you're with a bunch of your buddies, say just bet the over and that was a goal that put you over. Like, yes, that would be awesome. And that'd be crazy. But you don't like go to this game looking forward to hearing this music per se, unlike some other venues. So, yeah, to me, this is below average. You could do better. And there's no chant with it either. There's no crowd interaction. Poor, poor effort from the Red Wings. All right. This was a bit of a surprise to me because we have both been to these games before out in Vegas, the Golden Knights, new franchise, plenty of things to choose from. The Killers are from Las Vegas. You have all the classic show tunes. You know, Mm -hmm. if you want to go old school with the Donnie Marie show, there's so many songs about Vegas. And they went with Vegas Lights by Panic at the Disco. And I'll be, this isn't a great recording of it, but it just sounds like a random song in the background. There is a little bit of a Go Knights Go chant that they do, which is okay, I guess. But this one just fell flat for me. For all the cool things they do, the, the amount of production that goes into a Vegas game, this just didn't feel like the best, best part of it for me. I will admit though, they do add some slot machine coin noises at the end, which yeah. is a nice little touch, but. I. I Yeah, I had been to one game. I was going to say I don't recall what the song was. And for that being me not being able to recall it, not memorable, not great for VGK. And you're right. I mean, you know, people talk about these games, which are electric because it's a show within a show virtually with the pregame and just every in-between intermission. You would think there'd be something better. And maybe there is going to be or I don't know what the change is going to be. But yeah, that is uh, that was pretty subpar to say the least. Yeah, like you said, not memorable. And there's so many. They have the big fortress. They do the horn at the yeah. beginning of the game. 
like I said, the Killers have a song that they wrote, I think, just for Vegas as an intro. Mm-hmm. Like they could have done like, something. Welcome to fabulous Las Vegas. Yeah, they could have done something a little bit, a little bit better. All right. Now we're moving up 31. Another West Coast team, the San Jose Sharks. Now, this is a classic, this is a classic stadium song. There's the horn. I apologize. But it's it's basic, right? You hear this right. all the time. It reminds you of like what they play in a theme park or something to get ready for like some show you're watching at SeaWorld. It doesn't really <laughs> get you ready for hockey. It is a classic stadium song, but points off for lack of creativity for the yeah. San Jose Sharks. That that is in the same realm as the Red Wings, although I give Detroit a little bit better because you're right. This just reminds you of like, I don't know, you're you're going on a family trip and you're about to see some corny PG rated show. Exactly. At least with the Red Wings, like we were saying, you know, at least you're getting club vibes like, let's go. This is like, OK, we could be getting pumped up to see, you know, Door the Explorer come out in, a, in a, <laughs> some kind of mascot. Cause I don't know. You're right. So, no, I, I agree. This is below the Red Wings, not by much. I appreciate what you're trying to do here, but too basic. Yeah, I agree. But it's like cruise ship vibes, like you said. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Everybody get out on the pool deck. We're having a watermelon eating contest. Uh, or a belly flop contest. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> poor, poor result for the Sharks. All right, now we're going a little bit east. This one, I didn't really know how to feel. Kind of just ranked it low because I'm not a huge metalhead. But this is the Dallas Stars. They go with Puck Off by Pantera. So obviously going for the hockey pun there seems to be the, more of the motivation than what the actual song is. So let me see what you think of this one. So, you know, it's like a heavy metal riff. I, I dig how they chant at the beginning, but it sounds like the intro to like an NHL video game or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's like the background music, like something like you're getting into EA Sports, you're on the main screen and this is the background music. Because I think like the old NHL used to have this hard kind of rock like that. Maybe the new ones still do, but at least the ones I played did. So yeah. it's fine, but it's like you get bonus points for the chant at the beginning and being a little bit more unique, but it wasn't anything great. So I think I'd still put that as the, best one so far just because of the chant at the beginning yeah but not by much and the chant too is just dallas stars feels a little funky you know it's not like a we are penn state yeah literally just dallas stars like dallas doesn't Mm -hmm. really come off the tongue as like a let's go (laughs) type of thing so even like go stars go would have some something else would have been better than just dallas stars like okay yeah that is that is your team we we understand All right, now this one was a shock for me. The LA Kings coming up next. I think we're at 29, 28 now. Obviously, LA, huge music city, entertainment capital of the world. You would have thought. town. (laughs) They have won a couple Stanley Cups more than you would think. The great one played there as well. But yeah, like you said, not a huge hockey town. And the music kind of shows. It lacks a lot. So it kind of gets you moving. Huh. My thing with that one was they have the chant, but it's literally just, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and it's not even a song. Like I look, try to look it up and it's really? just unknown. Hey, like it's not even an actual song. It's their own thing. 
but it's just, hey, 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 hey. You would have thought a lot more from LA, the music capital of the world, that they could have done something better than, hey, 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 hey. That one gets me going a little bit more. I mean, definitely more than a stars one, I would say. Um, yeah, it's pretty basic, pretty generic. But if if that's a sold out stadium and everyone's saying, hey, I guess that would be kind of dope. But it's that might be the top one, but barely. Just but like barely. you said, L.A., not not getting a sold out Staples Center for the Kings very no. often. You're getting it for the other much, king. Yeah, they're not putting much effort into their uh, audio production. It's just a shocking. I feel like if that song was at a different arena, a different team, maybe it would have gotten more points. But the fact yeah. that it's in L.A. and some of these, the cool part about some of these goal songs is they tie them to the geographic location, which you'll see as we go through this list. You get bonus points for that. This would have been a perfect opportunity. Now we move to 28, I believe, or is this 27? I'm going to be off the whole time, but it's okay. Uh, let's see. I think we're at 27. The Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, now, the Flyers have a new goal song for 2022. They put up a couple of options and they had a fan vote. And this allegedly was the winner. If you look at the comments on YouTube and Reddit, everyone's saying there's no way in hell that Philadelphia voted this as the winner. <laughs> and it's the classic song. If you've seen in this iPhone commercial, you'll probably recognize it. This was Anthony Rizzo's walk-up song. I think it might still be. Really? Yeah. See, it's like a nice beat. Reminds you of that commercial things, it's you know, bouncing around. right? Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's called, I think the DJ's like Kungs and Cooking on Three yeah. Rhythms. This Girl is what the song is called. But it's been remixed so many times, the Intoxicated remix as well. And it's just seems like it's ubiquitous you know it's everywhere it's not really unique again another yeah. historic franchise you think they would have something different yeah that that's like not even a, a song that gets you rowdy after a goal that's just something right? you play in between to like kill time so that's exactly. like uh yeah not great not great i agree yeah. with your low ranking there the end is a, cool a song perfect Am I gonna be description yeah, it's like it's it's fine but it's like i don't know like it's just not what you want to hear when you're getting blasted with your buddies and you score a goal which rarely happens in hockey you know <laughs> you want something to get you going and that ain't it exactly and especially too so i did a little bit as i was doing research a lot of the comments on this as well were hashtag bring back the dupe so i had to look yeah, at like what to hear this what the heck are the what what is the dupe what is the song that all these fire fans are clamoring for and apparently it's from a playoff run. Uh, I forgot which year. It must have been a while ago because the Flyers haven't had a playoff run in a while. Mm -hmm. But this was the dupe that all the Flyer fans are clamoring for. And this is why I took more points off for the Flyers because they should have brought this back. I already like it better. This is Liddy. Yeah, for sure. It sounds so 90s, so old. This might be like a 1A, 1B situation if they would have kept this. I'm not even kidding. Right? As stupid as this is, this would get everybody going nuts. How do you change from this? <laughs> it's so dumb, but so great. You just imagine a bunch of like boneheads just going nuts to this, just belligerent, just after a goal. Like if you're an opposing team, you're like, I hate this freaking Right? Song. You would hate it so much. <laughs> just that the, as soon as the little dude, the electronic yeah. beat starts at the beginning, you're like, oh, and it's Philly of all fans as well. Just losing Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. I. How do you change from that? 
I don't know. I mean, I get it's not like of this time at all, but that makes makes it so good. And like you said, the crowd participation, zero points on the song they have now. Yeah. This would be 110 points out of 100 if they kept this one. Well, how do like organizations not realize that? I mean, you see how popular some of the top ones which we'll get to are because of the fan recognition and involvement with it like why wouldn't you try to aspire to that that's like another incentive for being at the game like i'm not even kidding you know and we'll talk about this later um but for some songs literally like we would play them at parties knowing that like that was because of this because of this cool environment that we were in like i want to go to this game so i can do that like this would be one of them you know, intoxicated. No, I could just play that on my freaking phone and bop my head that way. But that was cool. They flopped. Should yeah, big flop. I don't I can't understand why it was enough of a thing to have its own hashtag. That Philly fans <laughs> wanted it back. All right, we'll move to 26 now. Anaheim Ducks. Another one where it's sort of L.A. adjacent. So I would have expected more. Yeah, I. I'm not surprised if you like this option. This was a song that was definitely in NHL. I think if you like hovered over their team and then it would play in the background. Yeah. That's probably how I know some of them. Called Broham by Pennywise. It's not bad. The little OOOs at the end kind of elevate it, save it a bit. I was surprised that the Ducks had a better one than the Kings, but. It was just okay. Definitely not the worst that we've heard, but it, for some reason just didn't really stick with me, you know? Yeah, it's fine. Not great, but it's not something I would be like, ah, this one stinks. Like, it's like, it's okay. It gets the job done. Yeah. So we'll move up next, 25, up the West Coast to the Vancouver Canucks. Now, during the Sedin Twins era where the Canucks were making the cup finals, they were on a tear where even I could name players on the Canucks. They would play Holiday by Green Day. Mm. And apparently that's another one. They've gone away from it, and everyone is just always screaming, bring back Holiday. This is what they have now. It is Van Halen ain't talking about love. So you get the hey, hey, hey's in there. So it's Van Halen. It's classic arena rock. It's a little different. So they get points off for that, for being unique. But apparently Green Day's Holiday was the song and everybody wants it back, which I would have given more points for as well. For sure. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, why, why do you need the change here? That's the greatest part about going to venues with more classic teams, such as the Canucks, is just the history behind it and the tradition. Like, why would you try to alter that? Fans don't want to see change unless it's something good with the players on the team or upper management. Otherwise, hey, keep it the same if they're enjoying it. Not that great, but it's okay. Yeah, exactly. And also, too, just the fact that it is like a normal song is kind of at least it's different and it's their own song. But it's not like everybody's going to start, you know, like singing or jamming out to Van Halen. Like I, I like the ones where they mix in a normal song and there's something unique to the stadium interaction that makes it sure its own thing. It's not just, Hey, let's play this song every time. All right. Coming up next. Now we have one of the original six franchises, a historic franchise in the Montreal Canadiens. 
they have their own song. It's made just for the Canadians, which I gave points off for because you would have thought, oh, they have their own thing. That's cool. But listen to this. I thought it was so. It's going to be the most Canadian thing of all time. Yeah. Uncreative. (laughs) Just like what? This is what they did. Yeah, I feel like it builds, but it doesn't really like going. Then we just get right back to where we were with the haze. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You would want them to be a little bit more creative than that, but at least that one is a tad bit unique. So I'll give them a little bit of props in that regard. But you would think if you're one of the traditional teams, you're doing your own thing you would have something better, but not the worst one we've had. I agree with your ranking at this point and putting them in what, like 24th or something like that. Yeah, it's 24th. Yeah, it could be better. And I guess if you're in the environment, you got to think doing that. Hey, Shannon, if you grow up in Canada, you know, your expectations for this probably aren't too high in the first place. (laughs) So you're probably satisfied with it. So not the worst, but uh, it gets the job done. Yeah, exactly. I just thought more when I read there was an original and there was a hey chant. I was like, oh, this one's going to be great (laughs) in Montreal, classic hockey town. And I was like, this is it. Are they saying hey or are they saying (laughs) a good point? The funny part, too, was they have it listed of like, oh, there's the French version and the English version. So I was like, oh, cool. Bonus points. They get two things. It's the same thing. They just change the word goal to uh, whatever goal is in French. We (laughs) we. I, I, would have been, I would have loved it. Yeah. I, I More points for foreign <laughs> languages. I don't know how you don't mix in. You're so French. You love being French in Quebec. Why don't you mix in the French? <laughs> you spell Canadians with an E. Come on. Fully embrace it. <laughs> Ale Ale would have been even better. Mm-hmm. All right. We move up to 23 now. Another Canadian team, the Winnipeg Jets. Their song is Gonna Celebrate by the Phantoms. I thought it was okay. Another one that was just kind of like, Okay, at least it's different. It's your own song. It's been used before, but at least it's your thing now. Just an okay. Some corny lyrics, but at least people can go woo-woo-woo. The horn's not bad either, mixed in. It would get some Canadians up and jumping around. You know, I feel like Winnipeg was a pretty wild crowd for that one playoff team they had a couple of years ago. They, um, yeah, this is actually not a bad song, I will say. Like like you mentioned, it is corny, but you don't need it to be creative in that sense. You can be corny like that for a franchise that may not see that many goals on a consistent <laughs> basis. But you're right. I actually don't mind that one. And if you're putting that ranking there, And I have some higher hopes for these next songs, but that wasn't too bad. I'd say that was the best one so far. Yeah, I like how it, like you said, is a little corny, but sometimes in a stadium, as you see, some of the corny ones actually work and they're Mm -hmm. good. And I feel like that's one that maybe if I went to a Jets game, I might have higher of a ranking, but never been to Winnipeg. Maybe if they made a more distinct playoff run, I would have remembered this song more. But like you said, I haven't seen a lot of Jets goals. They had that one series like two years ago. 
And then, of course, I think they might have been in the bubble. Of course, there were no fans then. Or no, all the games were in Winnipeg, right? For a little bit. So, yeah, I don't know. Definitely nothing that I remember that would have risen the Jets up. And, of course, you know, this is an old franchise that went away and now came back. So they haven't had, when we've been watching hockey, haven't had a long history to remember them by. No, that's for sure. So coming up next to 22, I believe, the New Jersey Devils. Their song is Howl by Gaslight Anthem. It's kind of the same vibe as what the Jets did, I think. They get some extra points for being super New Jersey. I don't know if you can hear it there, but they're chanting, yeah, you they... suck. Oh, is that what they're saying? You yeah. suck? Oh, okay, okay. So I had some extra points for there. I thought the song That's wasn't, fair. it was a good song like by itself, but in the stadium, just kind of, okay, so this sounds good, but there's no participation. So they get some extra points for adding in the you suck because it's such a, like you said, a corny chant. But it's not something that you it just feels aggressive when it's that many people and, you know, supposed to be a family environment watching a sporting event. When someone yells like you suck, it just has a little extra like, oh, (laughs) it sounds painful. I think the Jets song is better. But, yeah, the you suck chant gives you bonus points. So I am putting them in a tie with the Jets here. Good effort. Very New Jersey. And like you. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know where to make that distinction. All right. Now. The next one up is the Capitals. You would think the Capitals would have a good one. You would think, right? You know, go-go music in D.C. But what the Capitals do is they actually let their players pick their own goal songs. So, you know, Ovechkin, when he scores, he has his own song. And they have a generic one, which I don't know, maybe they play when, excuse me, maybe they play when some defenseman scores. But this is the generic goal (laughs) song. And I'll tell you why I kind of liked it a little bit more. It is I Miss You by Cascada, which... I already am a little hesitant to because, you know, Cascade is a great, they have some great stadium songs, but their most famous one is heavily tied to Duke. So anytime it comes on, I can't (laughs) sing it. I refuse. I throw up in my mouth. So I have some points (laughs) off for Cascade, but at least it's a different one. Let me know what you think. Similar to the Red Wings, honestly. Yeah, right. It's still like a little bit more hype because it's more unique. I like the siren in the background. No other team has a police siren for no reason. Just (laughs) blazing in the background, blaring in the background. So I got gave some extra points for that. And like you said, it's just like feels like bottle service, right? Like Mm -hmm. Ovechkin when he was going insane for weeks and weeks with the cup, jumping in fountains. Celebrating in Vegas, I'm sure this song was played multiple times. The issue with the Capitals and putting them with the ranking is as a fan, you don't know what you're going to get. You want a stable song that you're looking forward (laughs) to. And if you're going all over the place, which is cool, I think, because you get your own uh, song. If you score, you're like rewarded for it. But honestly, a little bit of dockage because of uh, because of that, because as a fan, you know, you want to go there for the one song that's traditional Albeit, you know, it'll get the people going, no doubt about that. I, you know, probably give this, and I've been ranking them, and I can go over at the end. But this is, like, at the top, but not the top. Like, I put the Jets and Devils over it just because uh, because of the uniqueness of it. Yeah, that's fair. I 
kind of they were all in like the same tier for me. Mm-hmm. I think we're up to like the set. We're past the first tier of just crap. I think yeah. we're in the second tier now of good, but not as memorable. And like you said, one of the best parts about this is if you go to a game and you've never been before and say, you know, the home team has a good night where you get to see two or three goals, learning the chant by the third goal is almost like a part of the experience, right? It's like really fun. Like, Oh, now I'm into it. I wasn't even caring about this team. Um, And this happened to me in a Rangers game, which we'll get to later that, you know, the chant by the third one, you can act like a real fan and you're all into it. And if you have a different goal all the time, goal song all the time, you don't have that experience. Exactly. Now this next one, I think we're at 20. Um, The Ottawa senators. Now it's a basic song. You probably recognize it. It's, I mean, I'll tell you what it is afterwards. <laughs> right now, they're the only team that uses it, but it's one that's been used by so many teams. I tried to look up the history of who used it first around the world and got so many different answers from the Patriots to this hockey team to a different hockey team and the Hurricanes to Liverpool, FC and England and the Premier League. It's a basic stadium song and no one knows who started it first, but now the Senators have claimed it. It is song two by Blur. This is a very uh, used song. It yeah. is a great one, but it is definitely. So you're saying the Patriots use this one too a lot? Apparently for a while, they use it after every field goal they made. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes used to use it in the NHL. Uh, uh, Liverpool and multiple soccer clubs use it as well sometimes. Um, apparently it wasn't even supposed to be like I was in a wormhole about the history of this song <laughs> And Blur didn't even try to make it as like one of their singles. It wasn't supposed to be one of their popular songs. It kind of took a life of its own. Like you said, Danny, actually, from the NHL video game, mm-hmm. they put it in. Or maybe it was FIFA. I think it was FIFA 98. They had the idea to put it in. And Blur was like, sure. Because it's, it's supposed to be a song about like anti-radio. Because the lyrics, if you listen to it, make no sense. Oh. It's one of their hardest rock songs. Um, from the band and it was kind of like a departure for them counterculture of oh we don't just make radio hits and lo and behold this became their biggest radio hit gets on the fifa game blows up especially in north america like we apparently made it a huge thing as we started playing it in stadiums and stuff and now it's a ubiquitous song that is just called song two out of spite and now everybody knows it and doesn't even know the name so Mm. kind of went backwards on what they tried to do and now People in Canada and Ottawa are claiming it as their goal song and have for a while. So points yeah. off for just how popular it is, but it is a great stadium song. Right. Like it's almost like it's a little bit lazy, but it is a very good song. So I actually will put it at the top because if I didn't know that info, then I would have still had it as one of the top songs. But yeah, it's almost like, hey, yeah, we're going to be kind of just a little complacent and just throw this one out there because it's an easy one. But it is a good one. So, yeah, I think this might like reach over to that next tier. Maybe we're moving into the next tier now, starting with this one. All right, up next is the Florida Panthers. Now, their song is Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World. I took some points mm. off because good song, but it's not even the best Jimmy Eat World song. Like the middle is the best Jimmy Eat World song. We all know yeah. that. And so this is, I gave points to it for a sound effect that you'll hear because it's unique. And then also to no one else kind of has this song anywhere else. And it is a very Panthers thing. 
And is this your, has are the Panthers the your team, by the way? I mean, the Lightning are closer to me. Yeah. And, but it's weird, even though they're from Tampa, not a huge hockey town, where if you're a Lightning fan, it's almost like being a bandwagoner fan because they're so <laughs> no one good. Believes like, you. Oh, you don't even watch any <laughs> hockey. I usually just root for them because I want a chance to go to a game and they're the closest one. So, like, I want to see a, you know, a final or whatever. I root for the Lightning just to, advanced so i can maybe go to a playoff game but i think my team actually is the sabers because my buddy Ooh. chris gainer who got me into hockey in the beginning right back in high school was a huge buffalo fan so that was my adopted team and it's been a lot of tough years since then <laughs> oh yeah that's to say the least uh really quick where does florida where do the panthers play this might be a dumb question for no me it's ask, not a dumb but... <laughs> question it is a great question because it is just florida and you would think okay if they're not in tampa like maybe they're in jacksonville or you would think biggest city in florida okay yeah. they probably play in miami technically no they play in what is called sunrise florida it's near Fort Lauderdale, so north of Miami. If you're from Miami, you would never say that is Miami. If you're not from Florida, you might think that you are in Miami, but it's definitely not Miami. It's about an hour from what is Miami, from like Miami Beach. And it's not even near the coast. It's off like basically almost in the Everglades in some arena that somehow gets tours sometimes because Fort Lauderdale is a sneaky big city, but also too, I think like Live Nation owns the arena or something. So they've kept it up even though it's been there since 99 and that is where the Panthers play and off the I-95 and a place okay. where you would never go unless you're going to I, a Panthers game or a concert. I was in Fort Lauderdale on my way to St. Thomas. That was like my pit stop to transfer flights and I spent the night there and yeah, that would be the only reason I would be, I would be there. Right. Cause what yeah. you have like Hollywood beach is that there too, right? Yeah. That's around there. It's like, right near uh, Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. So if you, wherever you were at was probably like 20, 30 minutes from where the Panthers play in the arena. So you so, really got to like the Panthers to go. Yeah, to exactly. There's <laughs> jokes all the time. Like I think they're undefeated now. They probably still haven't sold out a game. And like you said, this kind of gives you just a, I think a little taste of what a Panthers atmosphere would be like. Ha <laughs> Don't give me, don't give me the Panthers sound of <laughs> Oh, good lord. They get points for, like you said, the corniness of the. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I hate that, but I love it. It's just so 90s <laughs> that they've never changed it. So they got points for staying consistent. Oh my gosh. Um,. I don't even know what to say. Like, that's hilarious. And that's just like, yes, yeah, so I'm like, oh, what could we do to get these fans coming? Yeah, let's throw a Panther sound effect. Heck yeah. But like, how are the fans going to interact with that? Like, what are they going to like put their fingers on, pretend like they're clawing something, like scratching <laughs> something? Like, I hope so. Is it because they think they have a bunch of cougars walking around kind of type <laughs> thing like that type of vibe going on with all the, you know, older ladies, the divorcees maybe walking around Florida? Who knows? But um. <laughs> <laughs> that one's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I get if you want to add bonus points for that, but it's a small deduction because of the corniness. It's like extreme corniness. So oh, sure. that, that one is probably below Jets, Devils, Capitals, and Senators for me. I also love much. it. Love it too, because like at least there's a little whoa, whoa, whoa and something different. But I think just 
like you said, it just you immediately started laughing because of the stupid Panther noise. And you hear it all the time at the Penn State games. And I think I can't tell maybe Penn State's is a little bit better than this, but it makes you like if you're with the team, it probably gets you so hyped. But if you're mm-hmm. against the team, you're almost like laughing at it. Like, what the heck is this? Like, wait, what? At least maybe it would be annoying, though, if you're on the opposing team. How we talked about with the flyers, <laughs> the dupe. You just keep hearing it. Yeah. You're, you're like, oh, my off. God, the stupid panther growl. Like, please <laughs> shut up. So it gets points for that. Fair enough. I respect it. All right. Another classic franchise in the Northeast now, the New York Islanders. It's Joe Satriani's. Literally, the song is called Crowd Chant. That didn't do anything for me. See, I think this one I gave a little bit more points for just because, I mean, the Nassau Coliseum is going down. But True. those games are insane because New York fans are insane. Islander fans, you know, are kind of the more tortured franchise. They're the little bit rougher around the edges bunch. The games in the barn, as they call it, were wild. And at least there's like a chant to it. It's a little bit rocky. It sounds old arena. It's not, you know, some new song like we saw with the Red Wings and it sounds like a like just putting in there like the iPhone commercial song that we saw for the Flyers. (laughs) At least it's a little bit older and, you know, basic. And like you said, or like we were talking about earlier, that you could learn it by the second goal. You already know the chant. You can get more involved and everybody, you know, in a sold out arena probably sounds pretty cool. But like you said, at a midweek game in October, maybe there's not much going on there. I agree. Yeah, that, like I, you make some valid points, but I feel like I can't justly rate it unless I've been in that environment. So from a just a outside bystander, you know, it's kind of it didn't do too much for me, but I get your reasoning. Yeah, that's fair. So we'll move to 17. The Columbus Blue Jackets is a song called The Whip by Loxley, I believe. And it's a classic hockey song, but the Blue Jackets has been playing it for a while. With a little ACDC intro. Forgot about this part. Yeah, this is a good song. So a little repetitive, but, you know, does the job. Definitely gets everybody going. It's similar to a couple other songs, but some other teams that we'll get to, but not quite as good is them. So I kind of mid tier, I think, you know, like you said, you listen to it and you think, Oh, this is a good song. Yeah, I, I agree. That's pretty much what I said too. When I was just like, all right, yeah, this is a good song. Like, so I give that probably the far and away best rating because of the familiarity and because it still has the hockey vibes to it. So yeah, that would be my top one that gets the people going. Everybody, when they hear it, they're like, yeah, I know this song. It can sing along to it, even if they haven't been to a game or knew this was the song. So that's something people could get involved with and have fun with right away. Yeah, exactly. Now, this next one is a classic franchise and it's a song that everybody knows. But for me, I always associate it with UCF football. So Obviously, that's not a historic program and hasn't been around forever. I'm a little biased because I'm from Central Florida. 
But this song is another classic stadium song. Maybe I'll be interested to see where you associate it with. But the Bruins have claimed it for a while, and it is Kern Craft 400 Zombie Nation. The Bruins don't have like shipping off to Boston. You would think, right? Socks. <laughs> this is a classic. See that comment? <laughs> Are you talking about the one that says the microwaves? Yes. <laughs> Who knew this song was a song about two German women reviewing microwaves? Huh. <laughs> I hope that's true. Um, so what is the dispute? You say USC? No, UCF, like UCF. Okay, okay. So yeah, I'm yeah. interested to see where do you when you think of this song, where does it take you? Well, CF tries to claim everything, don't they? Um, <laughs> yes, facts. <laughs> Take that, uh, Harrison. You guys didn't win a national championship. <laughs> okay, it's got to be. I mean, I don't know who actually had it first. I mean, nobody knows it for it being with the Knights. But no, this song is for sure like one of the most crowd rowdy inspired type of songs. And the thing is like, as great as it is, Sean, like the originality of it, you know, it is used in so many other places. Like this is a song that other arenas use just for, you know, random spots in the game. Yeah. So it's I want to give it the highest rating, but at the same time, it's used a lot. So I'm going to put it at a tie with the Blue Jackets because of that. If it was original from way back in the day and theirs, it would be far and beyond the top one. Yeah. And I have it at 16. So literally right in the middle. It's like you said, a great song and you get a little extra points because they're the only NHL team that uses it at least, but everyone knows it and they could have mixed in. Maybe they do. And maybe this recording just didn't have it or that I didn't find any research on, but it could have mixed in, you know, at least some chant at the extra yeah. part of it, you know, after the OOOs, I know UCF does the UCF nights. That's just a little bit. Yeah, they extra. probably do something. Yeah. They probably do, you know, go Bruins go or something. Mm-hmm. But like you said, so many Boston choices where maybe the Celtics have claimed to that or the I know the Red Sox probably play shipping up to Boston, too. So could have done something a little bit different. But like I said, they get some points for the tradition because apparently this has been the song for a long time. Next is the Calgary Flames coming in at 15. Again, another song that's used all the time is a great stadium song. You can't deny it but some points off for just lack of originality. <laughs> it is TNT by ACDC. They add I mean, a little spin to it. Yeah. yeah, it is remixed a little bit. So they get some points for that, but I don't want to play that one too long because ACDC might see me. <laughs> um. I give this one probably the top one because they did have a little bit of spin on it, but not by too much because, again, it's a pretty basic song. But you did switch it up a little bit. Yeah, kind of the same category. Now, next for me is 14, the St. Louis Blues. If you remember their cup run, they went with the classic Gloria, but that was kind of like a playoff song. So they would have gotten a lot more points. Gloria was fantastic. I hate St. Louis and the blues, (laughs) right? Like I couldn't care less as a Chicago guy, but Gloria was the best. I'm not the best, but Gloria was amazing. 
Right. And if that was like they kept it as their goal song, it would have been a little better. But apparently they have an old school song. It's literally called Let's Go Blues. They mix in a little bit of the Saints go marching in on like the organ. So it kind of gives you that old school feel. And there's a points for tradition. But I think I would have given more points if, you know, they went with Gloria as their song for everything. You know, why not just keep using it? I just will always remember the the insane parties that they had and just yelling it in the parade. That song was everywhere that year they made that run. So I think this YouTube video is not cued properly. So I apologize, but you're about to hear a loud goal horn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I missed it. Here we go. See, it sounds like a baseball game more than a hockey game. It does. How does, how is this supposed to get anybody rowdy? Okay, thank you. There we go. <laughs> oh, I remember this song for sure. This, so this is a big is... NHL song. Yeah. yeah. So points for tradition, points for crowd participation. And they're, they have the chant, the let's go blues. You heard there at the end. This is and they use an organ. By, no one else yeah, uses an organ. This is by far the best one. And the fact that they also switched it to Gloria just because they could and it still slapped. Blues are at the top right now. Yeah, the, a lot of points, a lot of just good things going on. They mix in the right amount of corny with the organ. And then, like you said, wait, what am I supposed to get pumped up? And they hit you with a song. And it's unique, creative, just exclusive to the blues. So a lot of points for them. But just like you said that initial reaction of, Oh, I just scored a goal. I don't really feel pumped. Kind of gave me some points off. Mm-hmm. Now the Toronto Maple Leafs use a song that you maybe would not expect to be used as a goal song. Maybe uh, they should change it up considering their misfortune is a franchise, <laughs> but it's a song that puts people in a good mood that maybe helps through the misery of being a Maple Leafs fan. It is a hollow notes classic. Oh, baby. you make my dreams. So Canadian, even though they're not from Canada, but just feels Canadian, right? Like, oh, we scored a goal. Let's dance to some hollow notes. I get why you ranked this where you did. It's different. It's happy. It's jolly. And if you keep hearing this, you get annoyed as an opposing team. So I think this might be, this is like a respectable song. It's not the best, but it's a very respectable one. Yeah, I I probably would have put it a little bit lower, but I see where you're coming from. I love the the annoyance factor is a is a great point by you of they get points for if you're the opposing team, like this stupid song they scored again. (laughs) Like, please no. Yeah, I it's it's good, but I you definitely I mean, yeah, it's a very Canadian thing. Like if you're coming, (laughs) let me tell you, if you know, if you're coming to the Midwest, like. Glory is a little bit different. I guess you would like people could compare it, but the glory is just different because it's like just an absolute upbeat, like chant you could do. This is just a song you put on when your dad's trying to show you old music from back <laughs> in the day and it comes on the old rock station and your mom's like, Oh, I love this song. Yeah. So exactly. But it's good. Not great. All right. Now we move to another place known for being really nice in Midwest in Minnesota. And a song that, even though it was made by a band of black men, has been hijacked and played at every white person's wedding in America for the past probably 20-something years. That is Twist and Shout by the Eiley Brothers. Twist and Shout. Here you go. 
Now it's a song everyone knows, so you get points for that. But a little bit Catch-22 or some points off for lack of creativity. Apparently this wasn't always the Wilds song. They like to switch it up almost every year. So this is a classic one to go to. Can definitely get the people going. Has the chant. Everyone knows it, but it is so white in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, I love that song. It's a great pregame song before we're going out. We always had like kind of a lineup that I would play because I was a DJ at our pregames in college. And this would always make it before we exited one of the apartments. But <laughs> DJ you know, I mean, like it's a it's a classic song. It's a great song and it gets people pumped. But uh, it just seems like a cop out for the wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I guess they have done a few years before in past and don't know what their traditional traditional one is but that is the one for 2022 mm-hmm. season and like you said great song but you'd be happy to do it live like when you're there you hear it you'll be happy but as an outsider just kind of like good song get points for that but as yeah. a full experience not the top tier now we are yeah. inching closer to that top tier i think there's two more songs before we get to the top top tier for me and now we are at 11 and the Colorado Avalanche. This one just gets me going. I don't know why. So it has like the so there's a chant there and it mixes in the haze and they're not super generic, even though it is just hey, hey, hey. And the song is Chase the Sun by Planet Fun. It's a song that's been remixed a bunch of times, has a super catchy beat to it. Chase the Sun, Colorado, sneaky, one of the most sunshine states that we have in this country. They get like 360 something days a year, they like to claim of sunshine, even though Florida is the real sunshine state, but they can be second. So a little local tie in there. I like the geography, the play on the words, the pun. And it's the song is literally by Planet Fun. It's just a fun song. This one, I might not be as high in as you are. I understand because of the hey, hey, and it's a little bit more upbeat and a little different. But to me, it doesn't differentiate enough to where I would put it at the top. So I actually put this a little bit lower. Um, I To give you a frame of reference, I'm doing like a one out of 10 scale. The highest right now is 7.6 because I'm being pretty harsh with higher <laughs> expectations. I put the avalanche at about 6.7. Okay, so maybe I ranked them a little too high. Maybe I just had too many good times in Denver and <laughs> like to chase the sun as well. So we'll go to number 10 now. The Edmonton Oilers song is called Flux Land. This is new for 2022, 21, whatever this season is. Let me know what you think of the Oilers song. David disapproves of this song. (laughs) Everyone's saying stab is a lot better. Yeah, so that one did nothing for me. Right, a little bit. I like the the whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, oh, but you know, I don't know why it stuck with me a little bit more than others. Just because it was a little bit different. But like you said, listening back, maybe I ranked it too high. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That one's tough. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't care for that one, and the fans seemed to not either. We got to see uh, what stab was. 
Yeah, let's see. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, still blaring horns. Hope you're not listening with headphones. <laughs> See, I like this one a lot better. <laughs> Just say nonsense, but it's it's getting me going. Yeah, I like it a lot better too. <laughs> See, I'm already singing it. There hasn't even been a goal scored. I'm not even an Oilers fan. The guy, the guy's like, what do I say? We don't have any lyrics written down. He's like, I don't know, just say gibberish. And they just goes in the studio. That works. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. And I think this is the last one before the top tier for me. We're at nine now. The Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup champs. The song is called Goons by Mona. So a little bit different, unique. Maybe I'm a little biased in my geography. What do you think of the Lightning song? bad I kind of dig it that one's pretty good and I could see how that would be a lot of fun in the crowd I'd probably give that a 7.3 blues have the highest now 7.6 but Tampa Bay's right there with a 7.3 yeah and it's kind of like in that genre that we've seen with some of them where it's, you know, a little bit of a nineties, early two thousands alternative rock type of song that has a chant to it. But I thought it was a little bit better than some of the ones we've heard already and not quite top, top tier. Like you said, you listen to her like, Oh, this is pretty good. Lightning score a lot of goals. So you'd probably be more into it as I keep going. Yeah. Now the next team is the Sabres who also do the same thing that the Capitals do, where they let their goal scorers pick their own songs. And I was going through the list, and their points leader right now is like Osloff, and I think his song was some Wale song about, called Poke It Out with J. Cole, which if you've heard that song is all about just like literally sticking your ass out. So not a lot of points there, but then I was going through them, and Jeff Skinner, who's another one of their better players, his song choice because it was one of the ones that I saw, if I'm picking this one, gets a lot more points just because of his song choice. Okay. <laughs> now, this would be great. Jeff Skinner scores a big goal for the Sabres. If this was their constant song, that would be hilarious. And then this would be one of those where somebody like, I hate Miley Cyrus. They sound like 6-0 in a playoff game, and it's just Miley every other minute. You're like, give me a break. So this is for Skinner. Okay, but then what about – so they don't have a generic one, though? It's all individual? Yeah, they don't. They – every – all guys in the roster. This one's – like, I feel like an NA, like a not available, right, because you don't have a generic one. But, like, with an asterisk on it. Skinner, I'll give you like a uh, a 7.7 for that. Yeah, because at least he's one of the better players. So maybe you will hear this one a bit more than some of their other ones. Obviously, they're without Eichel, mm-hmm. who's complaining about a contract and his neck injury and everything. I don't know what his goal song would have been for this year. But this one, I just can imagine the arena going crazy. Like you said, Party in the USA, who doesn't love that song? And then so Buffalo, too. Like they would be you know, just stupidly drunk they're the people who 
jump through flaming tables. I'm sure they yeah. would wildly embrace a Miley Cyrus song after a Jeff Skinner goal. I love the trolling element to it. Like you said, the annoying part for the other team, like really. Time. But if it's your team, you're like, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> love Jeff Skinner. I dig it. Now, Ooh. I was surprised by this one. Brand new franchise, obviously no history. The Seattle Kraken. Seattle has a lot of musical history. You got to think they're going one of two ways here. And they didn't screw up. Like you said, Danny, so many of these teams just screw up. Like, what are these franchises doing? Seattle understood the assignment <laughs> and nailed it. It's Nirvana. There's no, there's no other choice. Maybe you go Pearl Jam, but it is Nirvana. And they didn't go the basic of Smells Like Teen Spirit. They went with Lithium, which, you know, maybe not the best Nirvana song, but you get points for it's Nirvana in Seattle. Fair. That Yeah, that's true. That's true. They didn't mess up, so that's a bonus. But I don't think it's necessarily something great that everyone sings along to like a hockey chant. So it's it's solid, but it's not going to persuade me to go to the game as opposed to staying at home and watching it necessarily. That's fair. Now, I think we're in the top tier. This is the upper echelon. We are at the top five. This is where it gets serious. Okay. Number five for me is the New York Rangers. They get some extra points because I was just at a Rangers game uh, earlier this season in the preseason. And it was another example of we weren't Rangers fans at all. We went with some Rangers fans, but we weren't Rangers fans at all. And by the third goal, we knew the song. We were into it. And it was a preseason game and people were still hyped, still doing a chant. So this one gets a lot of points. And it is their own song called Slapshot, designed just What's or written just for them. So great points there for the hockey name. You're in Madison Square Garden, the world's most I was famous arena. Say, what's, yeah, what's your rating on MSG? It was overhyped. No, well, they've done a lot to it. So it was a lot newer than I expected. Like the place is sparkling clean. The only issue I had was the row we were in. I think it was just the row we were in. No leg room at all. My my knees were like banging up against the chair in front of me, but the seats were nice. The it, place has been completely redone. You see all the banners up there. It was fun to look up and just laugh at the Knicks, like lack of <laughs> championships and looking yeah. at the players that they've retired. And you're like, really? Okay, you and I understand, but like, these are the guy guys that they're retiring yeah. of the historic <laughs> franchise of the Knicks. Like, the, if they had Camelo an all time starting up five, they'd be scrubs. Not yet, I don't think. Julius Randle's already up there. <laughs> Derek Rose is going to be by the mm-hmm. time he's done. Yeah, so MSG, I liked it. I definitely, you know, sports people like us, to most people, it's just a building, right? But for me, that was, you know, a bucket list thing, even though it wasn't a Knicks game, is being in that arena. Of, like, I feel that extra charm, and I recognize that roof just from watching on TV. Yeah. So it was really cool for me. And then this also helped put it over the top. because, like, wow, this is a real – fan base you've seen it with the insane Knicks videos now is that they're good it's only like three and one they're already <laughs> screaming that we're going to be the best the Rangers kind of have a little bit of that same energy where it was a preseason game and they were still chanting so here's slap shot for the Rangers goal song I like that they switched that 
See, I like those two parts. Like you said, it has the some woes in there. And I think the best use of a hey chant of any hockey team we've gone through so far, there's been five or six hey chants. I think this is by far the best one. Yeah, this takes the crown thus far. Over the Blues, I give the Rangers 8.1. I was a little skeptical at first because it wasn't switching, but the transition got me. I could see how at a game, at a historic venue, that would be a lot of fun. So the new king is the Rangers. 8.1 rating. Yeah, for me, I was definitely one of the highlights of going to the game. This one that lasted with me for a little bit when I was doing this list. I knew they were going to be near the top. And as I went through all the teams, I was like, yep, it wasn't just being in that arena. They definitely have one of the better mm-hmm. goal songs. Now we move to the not a historic franchise at all. Complete opposite. Number four <laughs> now, the Arizona Coyotes. They get points for mixing in a song that works in with a name tie, gets people going, and is a unique enough that. I think it's just a great arena song. Let me know what you think of the Arizona Coyotes. Their song is Howlin' For You by the Black Keys. Oh, that's right. An easy to sing song. I love the Black Keys, so that maybe I'm biased, but. And then they mix in the animal noise. Okay, so I actually kind of like the howl in this one a lot more than the Panthers one. (laughs) This song is great because it's a known song. The howl was good. That was appropriately used. It's a good hockey song. I put it barely under the Rangers, Sean, just because of the venue and the history. And I just imagine a bunch of old people at this (laughs) game for like just retirement community people there. But that is Number two, barely missing the number one spot just because the history and more rowdiness of Madison Square Garden gives it the edge. That's fair. There's a little bit more tradition and things going on there. All right. Number. Okay. I know this song. I can't remember, but I know that I know the Predators one because when I hear it, I was like, ah, that song. See, I, I, I waffled back and forth between two and three. Uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll go Predators three. Predators get a lot of points because there's a lot going on in this. There's two songs and a chant that's distinct to the Predators. So I'm just going to play it. There's probably some goal horns mixed in here as well. Turn your headphones down. Fair warning. (laughs) But there's just a lot going on in the Predators. We'll dissect it after I play it. So, so they're saying, hey, you suck. And then what do they say? I have to look it up again. I forgot what it was, but it's crazy loud. The uh, There's that little cutting edge of, you know, you suck in there. So it's nice and petty. They get a lot of points for the annoyance. They get points for transitioning from Tim McGraw into the Black Keys. They get points for name bringing in because they are... Gold is one of their colors. That is gold on the ceiling by the Black Keys. So they mix that in there. A, a great rock song of has something going for it as well, kind of like what the Coyotes did. Right. Um, 
then they're mixing in, you know, the G, the G, oh my gosh, you can't say posthumously. I can't say geographical, <laughs> the geographical ties of Nashville, bringing in a country song in the beginning. I definitely remember Predators games of, you know, they've been in the playoffs a lot of people just yelling the songs. One of the more memorable ones for me. And then, of course, they have their own chant at the end, which I think changes depending on how the game is going. Um, when they played against the Penguins once, it was go Preds, go. And then he shoots, he scores. You suck, Murray, you suck. It's all your fault. Talking about uh, <laughs> Murray, the Penguins goalie. So they're definitely a creative bunch down in Nashville coming up with different things where not a lot of other teams we've seen do that, you know? I want to give them the number one spot, but I almost have them tied right now with the Rangers. But I might give the slight advantage to the Predators because of everything you just listed off and how they made it very unique. And they say you suck, which should be a New York thing in the first place. So I'll barely give it to the Predators. 8.2, Rangers 8.1, Coyotes are at a flat eight for my top three currently. And then to clean that up, at the end, they're yelling, we're going to beat the hell out of you. Ooh. which I'm sure as the drinks get flowing and the game gets later Ooh. and the season gets later into the season, that hell probably changes to a much harsher word. <laughs> which yeah. I, I think, call. you know, adds a little bit of character to it. There's just a lot going on with the Predators, which I give them points for. It's definitely distinctly theirs, even though they're bringing some generic things together. They make it their own thing, where if you were in the arena, you're like, oh, I can't wait for them to score because this is coming next and you know, it's their thing. All right. The penguins one I see you got next. I know I'm going to recognize this song from NHL. I feel like I'm going to know and right from away. Madden, Madden 2003, which is okay. why I have this song so high. I love nostalgia. This song. Exactly. It is the nostalgia. It is playing with Marshall Falk on the cover. <laughs> I don't know why as a kid, I, I would just sit there and watch the load screen when this song came on in the mix. It's like, I have to listen to the whole thing. The song just <laughs> gets me so hyped, even though I was probably, what, 2003? I was eight years old. Just like, yeah, I party hard. <laughs> It is Party Hard by Andrew WK. They mix in some haze. Everyone from a certain generation will recognize the song, whether you were young and it was on video games or whether you were a little bit older around that time and it was probably on the radio and bars in college. It just gets everybody going. And they get some extra points because this was their song for a long time. They took it away and then brought it back. So this is an example of the franchise listening to the fans, bringing it back. I think just the uh, shortened season last year after the bubble was the first time they brought it back when fans were, you know, welcomed back in after COVID. And now it's stuck. It is party hard. Don't love the Penguins as a franchise, but I have to give them credit for this one. I'll give them a flat eight with the Coyotes. Still like the Predators a little bit better because they switch it up and it's very local for Nashville. Penguins, you're right, has the classic feel to it. I like that they listen to the fans. I could see that being extremely rowdy and almost like a riot type of song if you're just getting goal after goal. But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 really good, but not the best. But it's really good. Don't get yeah, me wrong. I, mean, I think that would be awesome to be in, but I still give the slight edge to Nashville and I do the Rangers. Admit, some personal 
bias might be involved there, but the bronze medal of the Penguins, there's definitely some personal bias involved for both of us on these next two songs. Uh oh. This one for me is classic because, I mean, we use it at Carolina as well, like at UNC. It is the Carolina Hurricanes. It is Raise Up by Petey Pablo, an absolute banger. Also <laughs> ties into the geographical ties, is really different from all the hockey songs we've heard. Obviously, there's a lot of rock going on. Hockey, you know, is a traditionally wider sport. This song goes the complete opposite of that. It is, you know, crunk at its finest. It is rowdy. No matter who you are, where you're from, if you're from North Carolina or you're in North Carolina, have some adapted ties to the state, you know this song and you will get up for it every single time. It is Raise Up by Petey Pablo, number two on the list, the Carolina Hurricanes. Everybody gets their towels going, they're waving them around. I'm sure there's some drunk guy in there when they're on a playoff run. Sebastian Nighthill scores a goal. He rips his shirt off. He's waving it around like a helicopter. It's distinct. It's its own thing. It is definitely Carolina. Petey Pablo. Nothing beats that. Number two on the list. Well, I, guess I didn't know this is their song. My only concern about it is, is one, would you know what to do if you weren't there or can like consistently? And two, does this happen during the regular season or is it just, po- you know, postseason is just the only no, thing. It's with their the goal song all the time. Every goal. Right. But so like, if you're not waving stuff around, does this song have as much heat to it? I mean, I know it's like, it'll get you going, but I feel like the towels are, you were already waving. I saw. So like, I feel like you got to have the towels ready to go, but in a regular season game, say That's the fair. hurricanes are playing the sabers, you know, I don't think people are getting all their towels going. That's, That's my fair. only, uh, my only criticism with it, but in a playoff game, that would be awesome. To be fair, when we played it at football games in North Carolina, when I was in school, we had, maybe some pom-poms in the student section, but there was no towels. So there were still people, you know, if you painted your body, you had your shirt, you were waving it around. People just got up. Even if they were sitting down, it at least got everyone up, literally mm-hmm. raise up. And I think they even made it like back in the Larry Fedora days, made it a uh, campaign for like the season. It was raise up Carolina and they played it all the time. Even when we were down 20 something in the third quarter, like, <laughs> Oh, I feel like we have a chance now. <laughs> then you remember, like, no, Larry Fedora is our coach. We don't have a chance. We're going to, our defense is a wide open as Swiss cheese. They're going to score. Right. But it got everyone up and got everyone back and engaged to the game, which is very hard to That's do for fair. Carolina football fans sometimes. So, yeah, I could imagine that. And same thing with the Hurricanes. It is a sneaky, loyal fan base, but they've had some bad years where you could get some really cheap tickets to just go, like you said, to a regular season game they, where last year they were really solid. But yeah. yeah, they they like will either have a solid team and like just do nothing in the postseason or you're right. Just be kind of like non-relevant, really. Yeah. And number one, I'm sure it's your number one. Yes, I, I knew it was going to be my number one going in. I tried to have an open mind. Think, oh, maybe something will be better. I don't know all the hockey songs. Nope. This is the hockey song. I still remember from those tears that they went through through the cup playoffs. Even through the TV, I knew this song. It almost made me a Chicago Blackhawks fan just for those teams because the song was so great. I remember going and downloading it off of iTunes, having it on my iPod. It was in my top 25 most played back on my iPod Nano because it's so catchy. It's so good. It is uniquely Chicago. It is their thing. When you hear it, you think of this hockey team. It is Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis. If you don't get up for this song, I don't know. (laughs) 
where you're from, what's going through your body. Clearly your heart's not beating. And it's funny us listening to these because obviously, unless you're there or have the big speakers, it's not going to do it justice. But you're right. The beauty of this song, Sean, is that people who aren't even hockey fans or are hockey fans and not fans of the Blackhawks, like when they think about celebration, they think about this song. And like I was alluding to earlier, like at parties, we would play this and guys just chucking their beers everywhere. Yeah. Like us <laughs> Chicago guys going to school in Nebraska and everybody like, what? And they'd be like, oh, this is right. That's right. This is right. And then they get involved, even if they didn't know what it was originally. And then like, you, you, like say if you're just playing hockey as a kid, like growing up, you score a goal, like every kid's going like, da, 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 like when they're chanting yeah. after they make it, like exactly. this is classic. And this is what I, this is the pinnacle in the sense of this is what other hockey franchises look to aspire to when they look to try to start a tradition, but it is never going to be caught up to. The unfortunate thing is this is never going to be the same this season because they absolutely stink and they have the stain on their organization yeah. from what's happened lately. But the point being, this is clear and by far the top song. Even though, you know, I'm from Chicago, I think everybody can agree this is the OG great hockey celebration song that you can use in any situation to celebrate. Exactly. And like you said, someone's going to know it and someone's going to get up for it. And it's very easy to catch on to. It gets points for being annoying. Anyone going into Chicago back when mm. they were good, at least knew this song would just probably drive them up a wall, especially <laughs> in the playoffs. Like, oh, my God, this stupid chant again. The whole yep. people are going insane on Madison just a lot there's a lot going on and like you said this is a reason that we can have a list like this is because of this song like because we could break down and teams are trying to aspire you know add their next goal song there's little chance here and there i'm sure the blackhawks weren't first but they made it a thing of adapting you know what is just a normal song into their own thing making its own unique identity is definitely number one for me so that wraps up the list so recap for me my top five the blackhawks chelsea dagger by the fratellis Number two, Raise Up, Petey Pablo, Carolina Hurricanes, Party Hard, Andrew WK for the Pittsburgh Penguins coming in at three. Howlin' For You, Arizona, Arizona Coyotes, oh my gosh, by the Black Keys at four. And then the New York Rangers, their song Slap Shot at five. That is my top five. Definitely the Blackhawks is the clear and away winner. All right, mine goes Blackhawks. Give like a 9.3. I mean, you could give them a 10 and I wouldn't dispute it. Um, <laughs> Predators 8.2, Rangers 8.1, and then you got a tie for the Coyotes and Penguins at a solid eight. And then you got a few 7.7s, like the Hurricanes are there, but this, well, no, the Sabres was the party in the USA one, so I can't really count that as much. I think the honorable mention that should get more consideration are the Blues probably making the end of that list right there. Yeah, that's the Blues switched it up and they didn't kill it. Like, you know, people switch up things. Everybody hates change and will ruin it and want to go back with the Blues with Gloria and then still having a good song. Good for you, St. Louis. You did something <laughs> good. You did something appealing. But so, yeah, Blues get honorable mention, but for sure the Blackhawks are numero uno. Yeah, that's fair. Blues definitely maybe I ranked a little too low. Maybe put the Avalanche and the Lightning a little too high. Actually, I made a mistake. Predators are a lot higher on my list. They are in the top five. I, my list here is a little bit out of order. So, yeah, top tier. I think if you make the top tier, the Blackhawks get in, the Rangers get in, the Predators get in, and maybe you add the Coyotes and the Penguins for me. It makes that 
initial top tier. Everyone else is behind them. There we go, baby. All right. Well, Jenny, John Cavanaugh, big hockey guy. <laughs> yeah, big hockey guy. Go watch <laughs> hockey. It's on ESPN now and TNT. <laughs> I'll yeah, be now that you're in the playoffs. Now that your favorite show is off ESPN, you have to watch something different on there. So yeah. hockey is is that for you, my friend. Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> this is a good way to celebrate the season. And then I'll pay attention when the playoffs come around, you know? There you go. Like most well, people. Yeah, exactly. Well, Danny, appreciate you joining me for another episode. It's great to have you back on. I'm sure we'll hear from you down the line again on this podcast. Where can people check you out on your own stuff? I know you got a bunch going on with your Chicago cast, your own podcast. Tell people where they can listen. Yeah, you bet, brother. Thanks for having me on as usual. Um, at Danny Burke five on Twitter, you could catch my main show rush hour with Beeson Monday through Friday, five to 6 PM central time. So I guess if you're, you know, East coast, like Mr. Kavanaugh here, you're going six to seven. But aside from that, I do a podcast called the Chicago city cast. So if you're interested in everything, Chicago betting rants, me yelling about the bears, um, how bad the Blackhawks are. The only positive side is the bulls, Sean, just, I know you wolf. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. We can't be, you can't be a bears fan with me anymore. Cause our guy Trubisky isn't on the squad. But uh, aside from that, um, you know, you can hear me complain about Nebraska too. You and I are, you know, similar with our alma maters, just disappointing in football. The Mine way, always has that expectations. Stat I sent you, we like lead the country and losses by one possession in the yes, past like that, five years. Yeah, that was it. Oh my gosh. That was yeah, so you could just hear me scream into the mic. Even if you don't care about those teams, if you just want to see me suffer, then check out the Chicago City Cast five episodes a week. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So all this stuff will be tweeted out at Danny Burke five on the tweets. He is Danny Burke. I'm Sean Kavanaugh. Thank you so much for listening to another edition. Hope you learned a little bit about hockey today. Please rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends. Let's keep this thing growing and listen to the next episode. Should be bottom or like. Yeah. I had to stop the share first. Oh, wrong button. Keep this part. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.